Chapter Twelve of the Adventures of Grandfather Frog. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Adventures of Grandfather Frog by Thornton W. Burgess. Chapter Twelve. Grandfather Frog keeps on. Grandfather Frog is old and wise, but even age is foolish. I'm sure you'll all agree with me. His stubbornness was mulish. That his very last day had come, Grandfather Frog was sure. He didn't have the least doubt about it. Here he was at the mercy of Bowser the Hound, out on the green meadow far away from the dear, safe, smiling pool. Every time he moved, Bowser flipped him over on his back and danced around him barking with joy every minute grandfather frog expected to feel bowser's terrible teeth and he grew cold at the thought when he found that he couldn't get away he just lay still he was too tired and frightened to do much of anything else anyway now when he lay still he spoiled bowser's fun for it was seeing him jump and kick his long legs that tickled bowser so Bowser tossed him up in the air two or three times, but Grandfather Frog simply lay there where he fell without moving. Bow, wow, wow, cried Bowser in his great deep voice. Grandfather Frog didn't so much as blink his great goggly eyes. Bowser sniffed him all over. I guess I frightened him to death, said Bowser, talking to himself. I didn't mean to do that. I just wanted to have some fun with him. With that, Bowser took one more sniff and then trotted off to find something more exciting. You see, he hadn't had the least intention in the world of really hurting Grandfather Frog. Grandfather Frog kept perfectly still until he was sure that Bowser was nowhere near. Then he gave a great sigh of relief and crawled under a big mullion leaf to rest and think things over. Churgarum, that was a terrible experience. It was indeed, he said to himself, shivering at the very thought of what he had been through. Nothing like that had ever happened to me in the Smiling Pool. I've always said that the Smiling Pool is a better place in which to live than is the great world, and now I know it. The question is, what had I best do now? Now right down in his heart, Grandfather Frog knew the answer. Of course, the best thing to do was to go straight back to Smiling Pool as fast as he could. But Grandfather Frog is stubborn. Yes, sir, he certainly is stubborn. And stubbornness is often just another name for foolishness. He had told Jerry Muskrat that he was going out to see the great world. Now if he went back, Jerry would laugh at him. I won't said grandfather frog what won't you do asked a voice so close to him that grandfather frog made a long jump before he thought you see at the smiling pool he always jumped at the least hint of danger and because one jump always took him into the water he was always safe but there was no water here and that jump took him right out where anybody passing could see him then he turned around to see who had startled him. It was Danny Meadow Mouse. I won't go back to Smiling Pool until I have seen the great world, 
replied grandfather frog gruffly you won't see much of the great world if you jump like that every time you get a scare said danny shaking his head no sir you won't see much of the great world because one of those times you'll jump right into the claws of the old white tail the marsh hawk or his cousin redtail or reddy fox you take my advice grandfather frog and go straight back to the smiling pool you don't know enough about the great world to take care of yourself but grandfather frog was set in his ways and nothing that danny meadow mouse could say changed his mind in the least i started out to see the great world and i'm going to keep on he said all right said danny at last if you will i suppose you will i'll go a little way with you just to get you started right thank you replied grandfather frog let's start right away end of chapter twelve grandfather frog keeps on